And we're back with another edition of Golden Apple Comics Corner. Hi, I'm your host, Bagged and Boarders, Matt Cohen. How are you? Folks, there is a lot of exciting stuff happening in Golden Apple Comics uh, in the next few weeks, and we'd like to tell you folks about it. As always, you can check out all the happenings at goldenapplecomics.com if you're in the L.A. area. Check them out right on Melrose Avenue in sunny Los Angeles. Um, Folks... Next next week, next Wednesday, April 20th, Hitler's birthday, which is not, it doesn't have anything to do with what I'm about to say, but if you're like a big Hitler enthusiast, it might give you a frame of reference or something. Um, Wow, that's a really weird start, weird way to uh, to plug an event, but let's just go for it, man. Let's just stream of consciousness that shit. You know what I mean? Life's like it's it's all it's all nebulous and happening. Uh, four twenty Golden Apple Comics, folks, Melrose Avenue and La Brea uh, Boulevard, I believe it is in Los Angeles, California. Four twenty p.m. A celebration begins, and that celebration is for a new comic book called Marijuana Man, written by Ziggy Marley, uh, Joe Casey, and drawn by Viewerskew friend Jim Mafood. And Golden Apple is putting together a little bit of a uh, 420 shindig for y'all. So get down there. Signings at from uh, 6 to 8 p.m. They got a DJ set from from LA's very own DJ Expo, who always hangs out with. Mr. Mafood at some of these kind of events. It's going to be fun. First 50 guests get a free poster with a book purchase and the posters of a marijuana man guy. And Ziggy Marley's going to be there. I'm going to fucking be there. I'm going to be podcasting. I'm going to be podcasting because it's 420. You get it? See, that makes sense. The Hitler birthday thing, not relevant whatsoever. My enjoyment of marijuana totally makes sense for this occasion. So come on down. There'll be some other special surprise guests coming on. Uh, the book's put out by Image Comics. So that's 420 at Golden Apple. Come see me. Come see Ziggy Marley. Come see Joe Casey. Come see Jim Mafood. And come see, uh, come see your friends, folks. Cause you know you're gonna, they're gonna be there. They didn't invite you. Cause they're not really your friends. But I'm your friend. So listen to me. May 7th, ladies and gentlemen. 10 a.m. Golden Apple Comics is opening for a very special day. It is free comic book day across the land, as you all know and love. And Golden Apple Comics is helping bring it in in a grand fashion with the following folks. Um, Robert Kirkman, writer, creator of The Walking Dead and Invincible. Boom, right there. You're, you're already coming. You don't even need to say anything else. What about artist Jason Howard from uh, such books as The Astounding Wolfman? What? All right, you're already coming. I don't. You stop talking, Matt. Right? You fucking overselling it. No, I won't stop. You can't stop me. At 4 p.m., True Blood comic writer Mark Andreco, who we've had on this show. Oh my God! Now you're like, what am I supposed to do with myself? I'm supposed to be there all day, you know? Because at 2 p.m., Robert Kirkman and Jason Howard go. At 10 a.m., you got Red Spikes, Jeff Conn, and Owen Weissman. What the fuck is going on? What, what? You can't make this any better. How about? Fucking Chekhov, bitches. Walter Koenig is going to be at Golden Apple Comics. I will be there podcasting all day long. May 7th, come on down. Ladies and gentlemen, Golden Apple Comics is the hub of comicdom, you know? There ain't nobody. There's imitators and there's masturbators, but there's only one innovator. I just made that up. I mean, you can't use it, though. I mean, you can use it, but you got to credit me and pay me a, a stipend or a tippins. Uh, goldenapplecomics.com, folks. Check them out. Come down to the events. Come say hi to me. Golden Apple Comics, change the way you live your life. I am a green man, Oliver Queen. I'm a man hunter. 
And welcome to Bagged and Boarded. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am Matt Cohen. How are you doing on this wonderful evening or morning? I don't know what time it is. I am... I, I never claimed to be psychic. I've claimed to be many things. I've, I've professed on this show that I'm like a 14 threat. And I, some of the threats, without going into multiple detail, are uh, writer, um, provocateur, uh, obviously podcaster. You know that. But what you might not know is that I can dance uh, a mean little spell. Um, painter, uh, bird watcher, which is a new thing. I haven't like... I don't know what they are, they're birds, but I've been walking and every time I hear a bird chirp, I try to find it in the tree and I haven't found one yet, but I'm, I'm fucking working towards that goal and I'm going to get there. But as I was saying, uh, I don't even know what I'm fucking saying. It's late at night and, and I'm tired. So welcome to Bagged and Boarded. Uh, no, as I was saying, uh, you folks are joining me here on, in whatever, whatever, wherever you're listening to the show, wherever you are in the world, you could be in Poughkeepsie and if so, my condolences, but I thank you for joining me, uh. This is a brave and the bold episode, which means uh, no famous. It's just code for no famous people, to tell you the truth. I front with this whole brave and the bold thing, but it just means a normal human being, which is less than a famous person, as everyone knows, uh, because they get into clubs and shit. Everyone likes that. So uh, to introduce the non-famous person, it's someone you've you've heard from before. Uh, it's someone you will hear from again. He's got a beard, ladies and gentlemen. That was a weird intro, right? I mean, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, works. please welcome back to Bagged and Boarded, Mr. Bumpin' Fresh. Thank you very much, sir. What's Be- up? A.K.A. Beezus H. Fresh. You got a lot of A.K.A.'s. I got a lot of A.K.A.'s. What, what's going on, man? Same old, same old. Coming out to visit, coming out to L.A. for a wedding. Well, let's let's explain to the folks. You used to live in L.A. I used to live in Los Angeles. And the fucking, the glamour machine that it is tore you up and chewed you out it spit me all the way across country spit you three thousand miles across the east coast yes back to washington dc my beloved hometown and current hometown and and uh you're you're aspiring to a career in politics right oh yeah yeah i'm currently running for president of what of the hair club for men i'm i'm growing it out you know do they have like a a farming division no i meant like do you think there's a uh, like a vote like an electoral thing? I doubt it. I doubt it. I think there's what that I think one Cy dude. Sperling is like an evil dictator of the hair club. Is that, who's men. Tom Bosley? Tom Bosley was the dad on Happy Days. Okay, not Tom Bosley, but Bosley Medical. Yeah, group. that dude. Yes, they 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 do hair. Plugs. I've noticed that. Well, me and Josh. Uh oh, oh, oh I gave you real name. It's though. okay. Uh oh. Um, me and Jose here. Joshua Fresh. Uh, watch a lot of late night television. We share that yes. in common. And I've been noticing recently, often while cuddling in bed together. Absolutely, from across the nation, which is which is we're even more special. We're yeah. Wiccans, and that's one of the powers you get. Absolutely, absolutely. If you get high enough, I'm also half Scientologist. His dad, his dad was Scientologist. Yeah, it was a quarter Scientologist, so that makes him a half. Um, and it works differently with them. But Actually, uh, both my parents are quarter one quarter Scientologist. So I'm half Scientologist. I know. two quarters equal. I was, I was going a different route on that. I, yeah, I'm bad at math. Uh, but fucking, I've noticed recently a lot of, uh, infomercials, but even, even just straight out commercials, the so-called inventor of the product isn't, maybe not the spokesperson, but they're always in the commercial at some point. Like, for instance, America's hero, Tom Cruise, 
inventor and founder of the Hover Round. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The other Tom Cruise. Yes. The other Tom Cruise. Yes. Now, he, you know your name is Tom Cruise. Like, you have to be aware that there's, an, there's no fucking way that that dude, like, you roll up to that dude, you're like, to, like, like the actor Tom Cruise, and he's like, I'm not familiar. I mean, I think that that's his shtick. Like, some guys walk down the boardwalk at the beach with, like, a 12-foot python around their neck. Some guys... I saw a lady at the park the other day with a parrot on her shoulder. Exactly. Like, that lady's... Per- like, she's the parrot lady now. She's like, boy, I don't... You were dickies, I don't dude. get to, to meet a lot... <laughs> well, not a lot of people will just walk up to you on the street and be like, that's a nice-looking dickie shirt. I mean, yeah, But if you've right. got a big-ass parrot on your shoulder, somebody's going to be like, did you know that you're you've cor- got a big ass parrot on the shoulder? Yeah. The best thing you can do as a society is not mention the parrot on her shoulder. Yeah, absolutely. Like walk up to her and look straight and like look through the fucking parrot. Absolutely. Or just talk to the parrot. Yeah. Say like, are you aware that you've got a lady on your under your feet? Exactly. Uh, stuck between your toes. Stuck between your toes. Uh, but no, dude, I've noticed like Tom Cruise, inventor of the hover round, Ron yes. Popeil for years. He was the man. Was the man that he started had a long it run. Oh, dude, he's still, I mean, I think he's dead. No, he's not dead. No, he's not dead. But I don't think he's actively making infomercials, because if you catch a Ron Popeil program, uh, you can tell it's pretty fucking dated. Yes. By, like, the Argyle sweaters in the audience and yes. shit. Which, like, I wish people brought back, but you just know that they don't, you know, they don't rock that anymore. Yes. But the best thing about Ron Popeil is, like, do you, have you seen the knife one? That's the one that's in rotation now. I, oh, is it one of those, like, like, uh porcelain knives or no, something that's it's not, not the yoshi knives. knife which i'm like this fucking close that's one of those that just seems like something that's that's reaching out to the terrorist market to me it's like here's a bunch of big sharp knives that'll go through metal detectors well here's detectors. The, here's the best part about the whole made for tv boon as it were uh target and cvs now yes have made for tv sections yeah so i have never ordered something off tv in the world but yes. when i'm in tar i own the foot fucking scrub th- yes. i own like 80 different made for tv products. i i gave multiple people that uh that shake, uh, weight? shake weight yeah as gifts uh i don't even want for, <laughs> we're not, we won't go into that yeah i mean uh, yeah that thing's that yeah. was for bachelor parties and uh <laughs> you know and father's day i've actually been looking at they've got a foot scrubby thing now that's like i just said that have that's you, what i yeah, have re- I, look at uh, I'm, I'm planning on picking one up like i saw him the other day in we're CBS. in the camel toad like, lair right one. now yeah dude it's amazing it scrubs your feet all up Do it's your got feet a pumice like on the back your feet have? your feet feel like uh yeah yeah, if, yeah and no. your feet are the center of your body dude. absolutely if your feet are feeling good the rest of you feels good absolutely by you know what i mean by yeah me. no that's what the that's what the asians say i was just gonna say, i don't want to go racist with it but i feel like that is an asian thing right i, I believe it is like i feel like some some of the infomercials even be like the asians say that the foot is the core of the well-being like, yeah you know what yeah, i mean absolutely and they're pretty up on their shit usually Except for nuclear safety, we seem but, to, we on, also seem on. to have a lot of respect for out. like the Scandinavian. Or snap it out. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I forgot to snap. I made yes, a, yes, Fukushima, a Fukushima safety. joke. Yes, absolutely. Which is so timely right now. You know what were you saying? Uh, I was saying that we also our infomercial stuff and commercial realm seems to have a lot of of respect for Scandinavian countries. They seem to be like, you know, like I think that buckwheat pillow or something, they talk about how it's like developed in, in Scandinavia. Well, like that, it's a magic world of genius. There's that. And famously in the, uh, chop shot, I think, which is of course the sequel to, uh, Shamwell. It's yes. the second one. Yeah. I believe the line is, you're going to love his nuts. Well, it's made in Germany and you know, Germans make good stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Kinder transport. Uh, yes. 
soap. Lugers, yeah, yes. soap. They were, they were big. They were big on soap. Um, whatever that happened to Vince, dude? dude. He's he's still he's still doing his thing. He got beat up by the hooker, and he bit her, right? He, yeah, or I think she bit him. I think she bit him on the lip, and so he like punched her in the eye to get her off. I love how some people can bounce back from that sort of thing. Well, when you're kind of bot, when you're bottom feeding already, you know, because he also did that that move that that uh, uh the Lindsay Lohan thing, the fucking parody. Yeah, not it's I think too he's extreme done a few for of TV them, comedy movie yeah, or one whatever. Of those types of yeah. That, of course, they only sold through the TV. But I've noticed there's there's the most infuriating fucking infomercial of all time. And uh, let me let me see if I can pull this up real quick. It it, it features Dr. Victoria Zidrock, former Playboy Playmate model. Do you know the one I'm talking about? I mean, I believe I saw a bit of it over it here with you last night. for a, uh, a penis enlargement supplement. I will tell you right now the exact one. It is for uh, a company called Extamax, right? Okay. And basically, the Extamax information... You, yeah, you caught the beginning of it, yeah. and I sat and watched the rest of it, which I've seen a bunch <laughs> of times, but I, for- I forgot it was that one. Right. The Extamax infomercial starts off, it's this lady, Victoria Zadrock, who's like a, a former Playboy maid and Playmate, Penthouse Pet of the Year and shit like that. Just a fucking blonde Swedish chick who can't speak English with giant tits. Yes. But like, n- n- past the point of like... Attractiveness, almost. yeah. No, they're like, they're they're, fucking, they're overinflated. Yes, and then she basically is like, "Hello, I am Doctor Victoria Zetrok." Yes, all men want size and girth and vitality in their you know, love life, and it's very standard. Fucking, you know, like whatever. Okay, you want your dick bigger, you want your dick harder. Then for the next thirty minutes, they put hot chicks. It's testimonials with hot chicks, and they're all like, if you don't have a big dick, I won't even talk to you. Hell, I'll laugh at you. It's hot chicks yelling at you for not having a big dick for a half an hour. That's That that seems mean. It's the meanest infomercial of all <laughs> fucking time, dude. But, I mean, it's good, though, because it's definitely playing on their And, like, sassy black sure chicks, like, if you don't got it, don't even talk to it, honey. And right. you're like, you know what I mean? You're right. like, I can't handle that shit. Right. Like, it makes you question your fucking masculinity. They should have a woman on there being like, I have an enormous vagina. And so if you don't have an enormous penis... It's like, you know, spitting a tic tac into a cave. Yeah, yeah, like, like, my, yeah. my, my vagina is a cavernous, gaping fucking exactly. chasm. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. I've got a, I've got campers in my vagina right now. My vagina is one giant, like, you, it goes vagina to spleen in one fell swoop. Absolutely, like, yeah. I am an open cavity. Yeah. So yeah. you've got to fill that up, uh, yeah. asshole, at home alone on your couch at two in the fucking morning. Exactly. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. And Masturbating the, to an infomercial. And then, like, there's one really nice girl in there. They're like, they go, what would you do if a guy didn't have, wasn't a well-equipped in that special area of the bedroom? And it's like, uh, are we mincing fucking words here? You just pray, pray, you can, you can literally say small dick on this commercial. Right. Like, it's, it's basically porn without fucking, uh, touching. But, um, there's one chick who's like, well, you know, I would say just be yourself and, you know, have a great personality and smile and laugh a lot, you know, and, and you'll and be okay. And extends. And no, she doesn't say that. And you're like, oh, that chick was really nice. Then there's three hot blonde chicks who just start laughing. They just laugh for 20 right. seconds. And one girl goes, ugh. And then it cuts to someone else. It's the most evil fucking thing of all time, dude. Poor fellas. Also genius, though. Like, well, I mean, it's genius. But what I find interesting you think is anyone's the getting? Of- you think anyone's getting stooping for it? Like, do you think there are dudes who who are absolutely like, the? Com- I mean, if you've ever watched that show, uh, Pitch Men, which oh. they're still carrying on, even though it's just Pitch Man, 
because uh, because Billy what's May his name died. died. Uh, Did Billy he really Mays. die? Yeah. Oh Billy shit. Mays died. Oh, okay. I was uh, gonna make a joke there, but that yeah. went fucking no. It was Billy Mays and Anthony Sullivan. That went Sullivan, Grand Guggenau now, on me. Now it's just now it's just uh, Anthony Sullivan. But the British they guy? have got it. Yeah, they've got it down to a remarkable science in terms of the feedback from these from these commercials, and they they do their initial test run for a product for an infomercial, and they'll be like, okay, we're getting back you know five dollars for each dollar we spend on advertising. So we're going to keep going with this product. It's, it's, but they've got, they know their markets. They know what plays. So yeah, if that, if Victoria's a drock is selling wiener pills, well, here's the wiener other th- pills are selling. Here's the other thing with the wiener pill in particular. It's, it's literally the most evil fucking infomercial of all time. They're like, Oh yeah. Don't believe us. We're offering you a double your money down guarantee. So it's like, if you don't like it, they'll pay you what they'll give you double the amount of fucking money. Right. So it's double or nothing, man. But that that won't include shipping and handling, and the cost shipping of the shipping and handling nine thousand dollars. Exactly, exactly, it comes on a fucking Sherpa, yeah, or or a uh, a Gurkha, if you will, one of the Asian carrier races. <laughs> oh, see now that now you've gone too far. Now what you're Oriental? Racist. I don't know the right word for that one. I'm <laughs> just racist. it's all it's all all in in jest. Um, I'd say that what would you say the primary. Like, infomercials go in waves. Like, I feel like it used to be more like uh, tchotchkes, like a fucking the knife and the clapper and the chia pet. Right. Now it's basically dick pills, weight loss shit. Yeah. Make you feel insecure. Yeah. You're you're fat and you've got a small dick. And, yeah, you should eat better and use this Bowflex. And you don't have enough money. Yes. And and there are ways and there are ways we could fucking teach you to get become a millionaire for, to do nothing. Yes. Literally where where dude's like I made $800,000 in 3 hours yeah, like and, exactly. every, and everyone claps and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I made $20,000 taking a poop and everybody claps for his poop. I didn't see that one. Was a that a popeel? That <laughs> the poop master no, 32. No, it's, it's, or it's a Don LaPrey. No, there's a there who is is there's that fucking guy, and they're all the same. The other thing they do is they fake you out like it's a news show. I like the they're like, like coming the, back on the next segment, yeah. like or the best part it is, used to be the one that the guy had a set that looked kind of vaguely like Larry King's set. I always like that. I remember that one. They do that on the local news too now too, dude. Yeah, they do advertisements. They're like, hey, welcome back. Uh, well, isn't it a great day here in California? Speaking of great days, if you need a couch, like come down to fucking Jennifer's convertible. Now back to the KTLA morning news. Like, yeah, and it's right. in the same studio though. So like, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's a fucking, it's always like a hot fucking ethnic chick. Like they fake you out. Like it's a new segment, dude. I mean, there's a lot of hot ethnic chicks in the world of Bastards. local news. Uh, that's a fucking, we're watching, I'm flipping through infomercials right now. That's Disney font up there, man. Yeah. Shit's copyrighted. I guarantee you that's Walt Disney fucking fun. Uh, well, you know, actually, I, I do got to say that uh, from one thing I enjoyed about my time in Los Angeles, they've got incredibly attractive local newscasters around. Very, very much so. Like in D.C. where I live, they still try to maintain some sort of like we're serious journalists, like we're covering serious topics. It's politics. It's the nation's capital. So so they'll be like. Kind of hot, but not like the the ones in L.A. are just insanely hot. Yeah, they're they're literally models with with fucking yeah. nothing else to put, no other shows to put them on. There's there's like every morning show. There's a ridiculously hot yeah. blonde chick out here. Yeah, there should actually just be a morning show called Wake Up and Touch It. And it'll just be <laughs> yeah. like the real hosted by some really hot chick. 
And it's just, you know. News about your dick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It could be hosted by Dr. Victoria Zadrock. And she'll stand there with We'd her shirt button her voice. low. We'd have to dub her voice out because she, <laughs> she's been in this country a while. I Wikipedia that shit too, man. She she needs to work on that. But um, other than the wave of fucking infomercials, which which of course are on late night TV, the other thing I we we both watch are kind of what would you I, I I call them reality shows, but they're more of docu. Well, I watch straight out reality shows too. I watch like fucking. America's Got Talent and Master Shit. I have no life, dude. Hulu is I love Hulu. You right. know what I mean? And anytime a new episode of anything remotely, any like I watched two seasons of some WWF reality show in a day. Yeah, it was awesome. Was the Miz on it? No, I don't know who that is, but like Stone, it was Stone Cold. He was like the judge of it, right? And he just fucking screamed the people. Basically. Oh yeah, he's good it, at that because Stone Cold said so and drank a good. beer. And like Tori Wilson, all American, and uh, and and Booker Tori T. Wasn't she? Wasn't she in in? No, Trish Wilson Stratus. Phillips? I mean, Trish Stratus. Okay. Now you're thinking of Carney. Yeah, Carney Wilson and Wendy Wilson. Carney and Wendy Wilson. Yeah. Is that and it? then Carney ate Wendy. She a big girl? I don't even know who they are. They were just in fucking Carney Bridesmaids. Carney the one that like had that. Carney Wilson would see. I haven't seen All of them are. Yet. Wilson Phillips. Really? And then, in the end of it. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler yeah. alert. There's yeah. a cameo from Wilson Phillips. Oh, wow. All right. So now I'm definitely going to get out there and say, I've been meaning to see it anyway. That, and that's the thing that I'm drove really it home. It. Yeah. Uh, a fr- a, I have a lot of friends who let, this past weekend went to go see Hall and Oates at the Hollywood really? Bowl. And were so fucking like people in their like early 30s. We're so incredibly excited about it. And I was like, that's the fucking generation divide right there. I mean, but no, hollow notes were of my generation. Well, when I was in elementary school, even maybe even to the beginning of junior high, you could not get away from, from hall or oats as much as you, you might want to try. Which one would you rather get away from? The one with the mustache, probably, right? The one with the mustache. Never I mean, trust someone with mustache. just a mustache. And he had a mullet. He had a mullet, a jerry curl, and a mustache. I mean, it was kind of a frightening combination. He had a lot of shit going. Anywhere he ties a lot, a lot I and feel he's like. really short. Anywhere like fucking lavender ties yeah, and stuff. He, yeah, I'm not, yeah, he was, he was gross. The 80s were fucking weird, man. Yeah. But, but some, see, white people were weird in the 80s, but that's when black people white became White people cool. are always weird. Um, 40s. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's probably the weirdest they ever were. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Germans again. It's our great, back, now we're our, back to the Germans. Our great generation, man. No, but speaking of of cool, uh, cooler people from the '80s. Did you hear Michael Rappaport did a documentary on? Tribe I did. Podcast? I have not seen it yet, but but I, I I look forward to seeing it. I keep hearing good things about it, but apparently, like half of Tribe likes it, and yeah. Q-Tip is on the warpath. Yeah, something. that's what I've heard as well. That Q-Tip is is not a big, or that yeah, that some of them are are not a big fan. Because back on the documentary tip, because that relates well, um, uh, to like to TV shows I watch, like fucking History Channel, Travel Channel. Yes. All those fucking things. Yes. Both of us pretty much watch every single one of those yes, shows, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like shows people have never heard of, I'm sure. I mean, some, some, I mean, I think a lot of people have heard of, what is it, the fool, uh, uh, Carl Pilkington's, uh, on Science I Channel. I mean, Idiot Abroad. Idiot okay. Abroad. That's yeah. a bigger one, but I'm like, I don't even know if you watch the extent of those shows that I do. I think you probably watch a few more of them. Like you rock Billy the Exterminator? I've seen some Billy the Exterminator. I, um, that show he's used a to have bag. a different name. It's, he's, He's definitely he's a giant He's bag. got his little thing going on. Uh swamp people. Swamps sucks. is the is the the hot thing. Sucks. 
Which one is fun? See, I can't. I have a hard That's time. That's some of the alligator hunters. I like the alligator hunters one. I wish it was more about their lives and them shooting fucking I gators every five minutes. I it's would the be most more... repetitive show of all time. I do agree with you on that. There's a better one called Swamp Brothers. Swamp Brothers is interesting. Which is those two dudes. Yes. And there's another one. But the Swamp Brothers, the one that's like the one from New York, he's a bit too sticky for me. And it, it, it just, it rings a bit false and a bit forced. Let's say the me. trends right now. You just nailed it. Swamps are fucking yes. huge right now. Yes. No, that's why I'm going to have my hit basic cable show of Swamp Cupcakes. That works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's going to be about a cupcake store in the swamp. In the swamp. Yeah. And, and they'll, that's they'll also like, a pawn shop. Oh, dude. And sells, and sells like weird medical yep. fucking experiments and yep. shit. Do you like oh, oddities? It'll be good. Oddities is good. Oddities is good. Here's the bummer that about dude, oddities. That I helper live... guy is so weird. The, like the young guy. Yeah. Did you see when he was courting that chick? Yes. And how, how much of it was? Dude, fucking, yeah. Yes. But then I thought it was interesting that he had the self awareness to recognize what a tool he had been. And he kept on their saying date. it though. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was very odd. Um, my biggest problem with oddities is I lived two blocks from that fucking store for four years and had no idea. Really? And you never went in? Nah. I would have had a lot of weird, like, fucking you gallbladders and shit at this point. Yeah. Instead of all sorts of, like, cartoon bears, this place would be full of organs of weird and eyeballs. Experiments, yeah. I'm kind of glad that it, all it worked depends. out the I, way see, I, went, I went to the, to the toy store instead. I went left when I should have went right. You know, your, 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 your little katana up on the wall seems strangely out of place. Um, It's not my. It's a sword. That's the right. swords I inherited from someone. Okay. This chick broke up with her boyfriend and was like, I don't, he, like, fucking take his sword. I hate him. And I was like, all right. And then she disappeared and I got a sword out of it. All right. So now bad. I got a sword and that's why I put it on the wall because it's like, it's a fucking sword, man. Sometimes I take it off. And I see you mounted it with care there, which is like a giant. I mean, that's a very large. It was either that or thumbtacks, and I tried the thumbtacks first, and I was like, mm, it's a bit perilous when you're dealing with uh, Japanese steel and shit. Yeah. No, but here's the trends in fucking reality show. There's um, there's Swamps are big right now. The ghost thing is past the point of no return. Yeah. And it's also and I'm not the any single dumbest. Ghost Adventures is the... No. I hate that fucking... The worst one is the animal ghost stories. Which one is that? It's on like Animal Planet. They tell ghost stories. That's like the horse. We kept being spooked in the barn. Have you seen celebrity ghost stories? Yes, that's pretty fucking that's awesome. Awful. No, the one, the show that I think is is it's weird because I loved. I shouldn't be alive, but there's a show called just like I Survive. Yes, that's just like. 80% of the show is women telling these horrible stories. I mean, that are so depressing. You just described the own network. <laughs> which has become my favorite channel on TV. It's like the channel about women who give birth to fucked up babies. That's all it is all day long. Dude, I saw this one woman, like, ran, she, like, witnessed a crime or something and reported it. And so to get back at her, somebody threw, like, a cup of acid in her face, of battery acid in her face. Was her name she Harvey was Dent? Was jail. her name Harwina Dent? It was not. But it was messed up when she was in jail. I mean, she was in the hospital, got out of the hospital. Like, time passed. Like, two months later... Somebody came up, threw another cup of battery acid in her face. I saw a show where a woman gestated the baby outside of the womb, That's in between her stomach and her liver. 
Oh. Yeah, Owen is awesome. Thank you, Oprah. Like, I, I appreciate, yeah, Lisa Ling is a fucking hard-hitting reporter. They got some good shows up on there, man. Uh, Shania yeah. Twain is back. I don't know if you knew. I didn't know. She's got I, a, pro- had she gone she's got a program. Oh, she was gone for a while, man. There was a messy divorce, apparently. I don't want to get into it. It's kind of too much. Is she but, still attractive? Uh, yeah, she's pretty attractive. Ghost Adventures, though, in particular, is that kind of fucking Brooklyn-y guy yeah. with the muscle shirt always. Literally, they just fucking walk a couple feet and one guy will go be like, what was that? And they all fucking just start screaming and shit. Yeah. It is the, and I believe in ghosts. And then they're like, let's play back the EMP or whatever. Oh no, it it's is. got to this point, and they're and like, here it says they've got Freddy. like thermal DG. Yeah, fucking, they're like, they always play back. Did they just say, uh, uh, pirate ship? And then it'll be like, yeah. Pirate yeah. And it'll be the subtitle on the screen. Exactly. You're like, if it's subtitled, Paul. if it's subtitled, you know that's exactly what that ghost yeah, is saying. Exactly. Or whatever. Exactly. And there's no such thing as dust. Yeah. Or moon reflection or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. There should be show the ghost translator, which is a person that has to do all the, all the, all the subtitles for Like if things. Ghost Adventures was legitimate, that show would be making the front page of the newspaper every fucking day. No, man. Cause, cause the lamestream media doesn't want to report the on Jews, ghosts, us Jews. We're, <laughs> we're in league with the ghost, man. They pay us to not uh, give big, up their secret. Big Jew is ghosts, the ghosts vampires, the werewolves. It's like hush money. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Absolutely. Like we roll around. No, to there's monster them werewolves. Town and, though. There's yeah. them werewolves. Them, 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 them Mexican uh, werewolf kids that are like in the circus now. The circus family. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are some werewolf looking. Lycanthropia, I think it is. It's some. It's I think that's weirdness. what they call it. It's yeah. like actual werewolfism or yeah. whatever. And like the girls and shit. Yeah, are they still alive? I remember there was two brothers that became like like international sense or something. They they definitely joined a circus. Uh, it might have been sideshow. I don't know. There's a lot of dude. That's another fucking um. What was I gonna say? Uh. Speaking of sideshows, because there's the oddities, that's another thing. Now they're doing the weird shit. There's all the fucking, like, you know what I mean? I'm hoping it'll get some midgets back to work. There's a lot of out of, out of work midgets all over this country. I was watching clips on YouTube the other night, and I forgot this show existed. There was a show called Man vs. Animal in the late 90s. It was like a... I don't remember. I don't think it was Mark Burnett. It was whoever was doing those Ripley shows for right. a minute that were right. super popular. And literally, dude, like a guy raced a giraffe in a 50 fucking yard thing around a track. Nice. Like it's shit like that. Like, uh, there's a dude, a dude has to compete against an orangutan who can hold on to a fucking handlebar longer. Oh, the orangutan. But there are commentators and they speak as if the animals are like in the like right you know what are i mean are aware that they're in a competition. are aware and, and fully competing yeah like it's fucking awesome yeah like it's not just a random monkey hanging from a bark no that's what they like do. like he he had no heart the monkey right. that's an actual line because the right. monkey at the end just like wandered off and they disqualified him right and the guy was like that monkey had no heart at the yeah. end of the day yeah, and the monkey started masturbating. They're like, "Oh, look how he's mocking his opponent." What, what he's else? He's hanging from one arm. There was and a, scratching a his man versus a giraffe, which the man won. I saw Todd Bridges race a golden retriever across a swimming pool on a TV show once. I thought you were going to say like last week or no, whatever, like I wish, today. And fucking... I wish, but it was that weird show that was on for a minute. That was like a Japanese style show that would like encourage you to gamble. It would it would be like Todd Bridges will race a uh, a golden retriever on Pots of Pond. 
who will win? And then, and then they'd like scream at you for a second. Let and me then think Bridges would race, race a golden retriever. Um, what so year like are we Bonzo talking? Bonzo or Zippo. What or, year are we talking? I mean, five years ago, six years ago. Um, maybe eight years how ago. old is a golden retriever? Uh, four. I'll give it to the golden retriever. The golden retriever did win. Okay, thank you. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Todd Bridges in his prime. No, Todd Bridges did well. If you gave him a pipe before. Yeah. Like Superman. He would fucking do the fucking. Absolutely. He would do the Wiley Coyote thing where his feet would turn into a circle. and a rock on the other, t- on the other side of the pool. His feet would have done the circle thing, yeah. which it happens in real life. Yeah. Two crackheads, if you've ever seen it. Absolutely. And it makes that sound. It makes it that, that like bongo kind of yeah, coconutty yeah. sound. And they're like the, the front half of their body takes off without their legs sometimes. Abs- sometimes. Sometimes. It happens sometimes. If you live on the East Coast, like I'm from New York, Josh right. is from Washington, we see this type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? If yeah. you're from. Ohio. Everybody's so mellow out here in LA that nobody ever runs, like nobody even walks anywhere, so you rarely see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, if you see, they're just willing to be late. If you ever want to have some fun, like fucking, yeah, tell a crackhead there's a rock half a block away. Absolutely. Yeah. And stand on the top of a building with an Acme fucking box. Yeah, free crack around the corner. Basically, just turn turn your life into a Looney Tunes cartoon using the uh, indigenous. What that's indigent. Indigenous? No, I was trying to say like homeless people and like handicapped people. Yeah, they're like... not really indigenous so much. Indigent? Yes, indigent. Okay. I just didn't see. I tried. Yeah, you're close. I got it. Uh, yeah, basically that. Just have fun. Well, what you can do is you can paint a like, tunnel pick an arch on the enemy. side of a building and then tell the crackheads there's crack rocks through that tunnel, or not, and that... then they'll just smack into the side of the building. Like, like next a next time you see a homeless guy, just like declare that he's your arch enemy. Decide right there on the yeah. spot and become a superhero and like fight that. You know what I mean? Okay. And every time you see that guy, like you'll never get away with it, Doctor Brainzoid, and like that's he's like, give me your slit, see your socks. Yeah. And you know what I mean? You're like, you'll never have my socks. What what evil plan do you have for them? He's like, I'm gonna fucking fuck them. Or you could pick a homeless person and decide to start spreading a rumor around your community that he's like a, a, a one fake of them, homeless person, or like one he's of them a millionaire. Nazis. He's like a Nazi war war guy, like that dude that just got. They just found a Nazi like or like convicted Nazi like two months see, ago. See, I would go to the opposite. You find a homeless person in your neighborhood and you'd spread the rumor that he's actually like a kindly millionaire who's just waiting for someone to, to take him yeah. in on Christmas Eve or whatever. Yeah, it's like a test. Yeah. It, it's that test yeah. thing. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. Jesus. And then he just has sex with everyone in the house exactly. when they're sleeping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then kills everyone. <laughs> and, then, and then you feel kind of bad. Right. But you're but, like, but exactly. Jokes on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not our fucking fault. Mm-mm. Um... What else is uh what else have you been watching television wise recently? Uh you know, I'm always a big Anthony Bourdain fan. I watch a lot of that. Lately my, the newer shows I've been watching that uh that uh the shape, how the states how got the their states shapes. got their shape hosted by Brian Unger is a yes. fantastic show. I'll yes. give you that. It's really fucking good for for all you nerds out there. It's very good. Especially for those of us from unusual shaped states. Does your shape have an unusual state? Well, You're not even from a state, really. Well I, well, I mean, I live in DC at the moment, but I spent, you know, most of my childhood in the, in the suburbs in Maryland. So Maryland is definitely an unusual shaped state. Do you watch Shark Tank? Uh, I do not watch Shark Tank, but I did used to watch the, you know, the British Dragons, the Den. Dragons Den. I'm a big Shark Tank fan, man. It taught me what equity means. I mean, that's good. It's good that you know. Like, that. I'm really bad at math. You but I already I mean? knew what equity meant, so I don't have to watch that show. Um, see, oh, dude, you missed something. I've become obsessed with something, and like, I've oh, also. Oh, my strange addiction? No, yeah, I'm over with it. I'm over with it's it. It's so gross, though. Yeah. Well, couch he was chalk. This is formatted really bad, though. Yes, I agree. And it's always like one really good one and one meh. So you have to fast forward past, like, 
the la- the lady who's obsessed with pizza. Like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. There was an episode about that. Yeah. Like she eats too good. much pizza and they had an intervention and shit. Yeah. Fuck that. There's no such thing as too much I knew pizza. a guy that for like 20 years, all he ate was pizza. pizza. He was fine, right? Right. And then, boom, all of a sudden, what was it? Bobby. What did Bobby switch to eating? Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my fucking God. For 30 years, all I ate was pizza. And then all of a sudden, one day. Oh, no, no, what no. What was no, it? No, I oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, Josh. We might have to pause and delete and edit because I'm going to be. All right. Uh. Oh man! It's come on, come on, come on! It's driving me nuts. All right, well, I me and say Josh, like Baba Ganoush, but it's it was so like falafel nuts. or something. Fala- yeah, but it wasn't gyros. No, when me and Josh worked, on- it might have been falafel. Now, let's just say it- falafel. Let's just okay. Let me do it then. When me and Josh worked on Cop Out, uh, when you work on a on a feature film, there the people who drive the vans and the trucks and stuff are are teamsters. They're part of a union, and no one else does it. So, um, when, when you're a, a PA, you get driven around a lot in crew vans. And one of the drivers on Cop Out was this guy named Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Bermuda, right? Bobby Something was awesome. Like, Bobby, Bobby was awesome. Was terrific. A fantastic guy, but he was also amazingly hilarious. And one day, it was Scariest just me in the, in the van. World, yeah, he wasn't a very good driver. Uh, terrifying. You know, he was a fucking asshole. No, I'm joking. Um, he was a really nice guy. But it was just me and him in the van one day, and he turns to me. And he goes, you know what, Matt? I've been eating pizza for 20 years. And then, you know, one day I turned around and I decided now falafel. And that was it. And that's yep. and that's what he ate from then on. Yeah, he just eats falafel. He just ate falafel like that for the next 20 fucking years. Yeah. Yeah, he drives his van and eats falafel. But he would always give crazy homeless people begging for money you'd always give them change i always thought that that was a nice um, thing i never do that the, i don't know if it'll air before this episode airs or when this episode will air but uh on the last yeah. episode of the last smodcastle show the smodcast that me and kevin did right kevin uh alluded to the fact that i worked on cop out and made it made a joke along the lines of like hey if you give matt some weed i'll tell you some bruce willis stories yes I would love at some point down the line, Joshua, to get an okay from the big man to talk stories, me and to, you. To ha- I would, lo- I would greatly to enjoy. To talk cop out stories. To, I was actually thinking about that recently. We should now, I mean, the movie's been out, you It's know. been two years. Yeah. Uh, because we, me and Josh do have a, we were there for fucking 18 hours a day for like yes. 55 days or something. Yes. We do have a lot on of streets, stories. On the streets of Brooklyn. I mean, literally on the streets of Brooklyn. I used to fucking sit down on the sidewalk yes. and play Game Boy and shit at like three in the morning yes. on the street corner in I Brooklyn. That only happened once, and that was towards <laughs> the end of the production. And I think me and Jesse have already mentioned that. See, there's a lot. There's a lot of fucking stories, but I feel like we'd have to we'd have to get like a fucking a, a sign off. For, yeah, you know no, what I, I mean? agree. I agree. But one day, look for maybe in the distant future, me and Josh will finally lay down. Yeah, PA stories. Uh, a couple, a couple of dicks will tell you about a couple of dicks. Yes, you know what I mean? Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Hey, um, uh, have you been watching any fucking document? I, I saw a really great documentary the other day. I never thought I'd have any interest in it because I'm bald, but it was the Chris Rock uh, Good Hair movie. That's a fantastic, fantastic documentary. It was about if you haven't seen it yet. It's uh, it's basically about African American hair care. Yes, and right? and, and hair and hair products, and I mean to a degree beauty products from a larger sense, but basically about hair and its importance, especially yeah. among among black women. 
but and kind of where it comes from, you know, in terms of hair for sale and perceptions of it and, and good and hair how versus they, yeah, bad exactly, hair straight and, hair versus you know what I mean, curly hair and stuff yeah. like that. But it was really, really good fucking. Do- I love me a good documentary, sir. You know that absolutely. Have you seen um? What's the last good doc you saw? Uh, man, I'm sure, tr- you know, now I'm on the spot. I, I, I can't even, you know, I'm, I'm struggling to even, to even think about it. Dude, I watch the most random fucking shit. I watched Hoop Dreams like two days ago for like the 80th time. Yeah, I've seen it so many times. It's still good. If it's on, I'll watch it. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. It's even better knowing neither of them amount to anything. I mean, it's you know, yeah. <laughs> and still, actually, if you, there, it's like, you know, they now like work for the Hoop Dreams Foundation, like that. One of them runs, uh, one of them doesn't because I googled right. it. Yeah. And, like everyone got murdered on both sides of the uh, Aggie yeah, one, and Gates. Yeah, the yeah. brother got murdered and the father got murdered. Yeah, yeah. not happy. But the the song still holds up. I downloaded it the other day. Hoop Does dreams, dude. I don't even remember the song. Hoop that well. dreams. That's all. You know. Yeah, that's pretty I much mean, it. You know. I saw that in theaters with my dad. Yeah, when I was like twelve. Yeah, it held my attention, man. It's, it's a three fucking hour plus. Documentary about God, I forgot players. it was that long. Yeah, yeah. no, have you it's seen a really the, long one. Have you seen the Up series? The Up series, seven up, fourteen up, twenty one up. I have not. Twenty eight up. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, is that the following the the yeah. British thing? Yeah, Where I they, have not seen it, but I've read about it. This is okay. So if you folks don't know about this, it's like the most epic documentary kind of concept ever. Uh, in the sixties, this I forget the guy's name, but this this doc, British documentary filmmaker got a group of like. Ten different British school children, all the exact same age, but from different schools and different economic and social backgrounds. So there was like, uh, uh, you know, and he, they interviewed all the kids. So one kid was like, "I'm going to Oxford and I want to be a doctor when I grow up." And then like, we'll get, well, and then the other kids like, "I want to drive a truck, mate." You know what I mean? It's all right. different kinds of kids. And the thing is, fantastic accent. Thank you. Way. I'm tired. Uh, uh, it, it was called Seven Up because the kids were seven years old. Okay. Seven years later. The same filmmaker rounded up all those same kids again and filmed another documentary about right. where they were in their lives and called it 14 Up. I think they're in their four, up to the 40s right now. There's been like six of these films. Right. And that kid who was originally like, I want to be a doctor is now like, give us some heroin, love. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's the best part is seeing how every single fucking. It's amazing to watch I mean, human but, lives on camera. But horrible for that guy. I mean, to be, you know, I mean, there's a lot. We all had dreams. I mean, your dreams haven't been really crushed yet. But we all have dreams. What are you that, talking you about? Know, My dreams have come true. When I was a kid, I wanted to be a podcaster. Oh, that's I mean, what I said. I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, kindergarten. I wanted to be an astronaut, though. So my dreams got crushed because you know now NASA's going away. Are they done? I, you know, the, I don't I think get that it. was the last space shuttle mission. Just but went so up. they're not going to. There's no reason to do shit anymore. I, I, I mean, you know what? Like, and this sound, this might sound shitty for someone who, who prides himself in being a. Uh, Intellectual, as it were, but I don't think we've, you know, in the in the world where every country's in recession and fucking there's billions and trillions of dollars of debt, the fuck are we going to find in outer space? But it's but it works out as something like four tenths of a penny of each of our tax dollars that go to NASA. I mean, it's like, well, we spent bailing out like just but one it's of those billions massive and billions banks. of dollars. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I think you as a people and as a culture and as a society. There's something inherent upon us to explore the boundaries and find the frontiers and keep trying to push them. See, I'm more up on like, let's, let's fucking figure sh- let's, let's solve problems. Let's fucking cure AIDS. Let's figure out a renewable resource as like the Hadron Collider. 
That's fucking bullshit to me. But maybe the cure for AIDS is spending a week on Mars. That would be so fucking awesome. You know what I mean? They would, no one ever would ever come back. I would not be chilling. It's Mars. It's cool. Have you seen the? Uh, here's a here's a real specific LA thing. There are billboards around town that have Blair Underwood face on them. The AIDS one, the face of AIDS, and or say get your H get an HIV test, like it's for your family. And I, I've been with like thirty people in the car who've been like, does Blair Underwood have AIDS? I applaud him for his outreach. But efforts. it's a but it's a weird that, billboard. There's one billboard in, but yeah, that's in particular is just it, phrased it seems and put like in he a way. Has AIDS. Yeah, and it's all. It also doesn't acknowledge that he's Blair Underwood. Like you think it, you know, if it just said like Blair Underwood says, you know, don't get AIDS, but it just it's it looks like a stock photo. And it except says Blair, it's Blair Underwood. Underwood. Small, I think it says Blair Underwood underneath of it. It's like a headshot, yeah. and next to it, it says like get an AIDS test. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe people like Blair Underwood, like the AIDS community or whatever. That, is that the hope that, like, Blair Underwood's so popular with the kids that they're like, if he's fucking telling well, us but to that's do the, it. That's the other weird people thing. People love about Blair it Underwood, dude. Is AIDS is an A list disease. I mean, we're not talking about, like, shin splints. AIDS is one of the big ones. You think they could get someone bigger than Blair Underwood? People, what do you, hey, take that back. I'm saying, Liz Taylor's passed on. Liz Taylor was a big, big, big star. Blair Underwood, dude. Man. I don't. I don't even know what Blair Underwood in. He was on L.A. Law. Right on. I mean, I don't he even... replaced Sonny Spoon. What? First, Mario Van Peebles was on L.A. Law, but then he left. But they were like, "So we got to, you know, replace him with it with another black guy." So they brought in Blair Underwood, but you like, couldn't have two black. And they called guys Marvin first, and he was like, "I'm his father, idiot." Melvin. Melvin. My favorite Melvin Van Peebles story when he was who's making, Marvin Van Peebles? There is no Marvin. That's Van their Peebles. uncle who's a dentist. And like has pictures of the movie, has posters of all the movies up over the walls and shit. When Melvin Van Peebles was making Sweet Sweetback's badass song, he had unprotected sex with one of, a non-simulated sex with one of the actresses on in one camera. of the scenes who was actually a prostitute. I mean, was literally a prostitute on camera. So he fucked a hooker on sex, camera. And contracted gonorrhea and then put in a claim through his like actor's equity because he got caught something on set filming the movie, got like $50,000 for it and used that money to finish the movie. That's awesome. You know what I'm you think saying? You set it up on purpose. Yeah. So all like you filmmakers found the trying to the come dirtiest up, streetwalker yeah, trying to come up with wacky schemes to fund your movies, hire an actress with gonorrhea and have unprotected sex on her with camera. I think I guess you got to be in the. But it's in the it's, it's the 2000s film. now, so it would be you got yeah chlamydia or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe something step little, up. Step something up a little more hip. Something a little yeah. more fresh. Yeah. Something a little more right now, Josh. Yeah. Um, have you, have you seen any movies lately, dude? You're not a big movie guy. Right? I'm sadly, I'm not a big. I'm a huge. I'm a big TV watcher and not a big movie guy. I tend to to catch movies. You know, I don't even catch them when they first make it to DVD. I catch them when they finally get around to cable or whatever, and then everybody else saw them like six months ago. Nobody wants to talk. To I them saw a movie on cable yesterday. I saw that Simon Pegg movie, How to Lose Friends and Alienate People. I saw like twenty minutes of that movie. It is terrible. Actually, I was see. I was actually going to say it. It, it was cute, but not great. It, Megan Fox looks really fucking good in it. I mean, you know, except and for her toe thumbs. Does she have toe thumbs. She has toe thumbs. She's Horrible, freaky-looking toe. Thumbs. What do you mean? Her thumbs are tiny. Her no, they look like toes. Your her thumb looks like a big toe. It looks like they cut off 
somebody's big toe and glued it to their hand. I'm looking at my toe right now in comparison to my you thumb. You can see him in Jennifer's body. There's a couple shots. You're, ah, toe thumbs. Would she grip with them? I, I bet she can grip like a monkey hanging from a bar, man. She could beat the chimpanzee. <laughs> she would win on <laughs> that show. She would win. Well, the guy won. No, the guy won. I told you. Oh, right, because the monkey it got, got disqualified. <laughs> and the monkey started pissing at one point. And they were like, oh, that's a dirty tactic. He's trying to throw Jeremy off his game here. You know what I mean? Jeremy should have pissed right I was going to say Jeremy should have yeah. pissed right back, man. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Uh, those shows were the best, dude. When it was like... <laughs> <clears throat> it was Kobayashi versus a bear in a hot dog eating contest. Oh, Kobayashi. I'll take put my money on Kobayashi. Bear fucking trounced him. Really? A grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I just figure the bear would kind of. It was inhaling the distracted. hot dogs. I mean, it could do it. But a lot it did get them. distracted. Right. But it didn't matter. Every time it went by the hot dogs, it would inhale. It would literally inhale right. three in one sucking motion. Yeah. Kobayashi wanted to fucking win that shit, though. It'd man. also be Kobayashi in the raw salmon. I think it's Michael. I, it, okay, so it's not Michael Buffer. It the commentator was the guy who. Let's get ready to the white hair guy who used to do like the world's craziest police chases. The one who always oh, ended everything with the one yeah. who was everything ended with like um. They thought they'd be running across the border. The only place they'll be running now is into a jail cell. Yeah, that, that guy. Dude. That guy went from like. Did a couple episodes of Cops and managed to spin that into like. So a he's a commentator career. on this man versus animals thing, and every clip I saw, he went off about the guy's biceps because all the YouTube comments were funny to track too. He's like, "Look at Kobayashi, he's such an athlete. The biceps on that man, glistening as he dunks that hot dog in there. He has areolas like perfectly round pepperonis. They don't have pepperoni in Japan." I feel they like that's don't? something they wouldn't eat. Huh. They hate milk. Really? You didn't know that? Mm-mm. Asian cultures, they can't, they can't stand it, man. That's like, this, like, that's, they're like giving us a bug. I'm just making that up, I bet. But I think. I heard something on the radio. Where Africa, once that Africans said, hate milk. Milk is, you know, that you always hear those scary FDA regulations, you know, you know, like there's, you're allowed three rat turds in a box of, you know, Frosted Flakes, yeah. one of the nasty things is apparently one of, there's a certain percentage in each gallon of milk of pus. A pus? Pus. Because they get Even infected, Whole Foods Because they get some, <laughs> even Whole Foods milk. Then you Impossible. get the whole pus. Impossible. Because they get like, you know, infections pus, in their little teats and whatever, and it gets squirted down into your milk. So there's <laughs> pus in your milk. You know what? We've, we've, we've survived this long as a fucking species. That's Still, my mentality so with shit. You know what I mean? Like, if I drop a fucking pretzel on the floor, like, I'll say the three second roll thing, but I'll, I'll push it to five or six seconds. I don't really care. I, Nothing's gonna happen. Do you think that in your life you've eaten somebody else's booger? Yeah, probably, man. You've eaten everyone, someone else's everything. There's fecal matter on everything. <laughs> on literally every, dude. Uh, alright, so my parents have both been on this show at this point, so I, I can talk about them, uh, with a little more context now. My parents are nuts, as you guys know. Uh, they've got a weird f- hygiene thing, but it's really more of like a spoiled thing, but whatever. When they go to hotels, regardless of its, no, excuse me, um, Depending on the hotel, if they're comfortable enough in it or not, if they're like, my parents came to stay here a few weeks ago and the build, the apartment building I live in has a hospitality suite. That's like fucking dope. It's a single, it's a fucking apartment. You've seen it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's really nice. They are nice. 
So at 11 o'clock, my mom's like, all right, where's Kmart? And I'm like, why? She's like, I got to get bed sheets and towels and pillows and shit. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, well, I'm not sleeping on that fucking sheet. But, and yet they went to a hotel two nights later and I was like, you buying fucking sheet for the fucking whatever fucking fancy hotel it was. And she was like, no. And I, so I was like, all right, I, I went out and bought an ultraviolet fucking light. And when my mom was in there, I fucking splashed it in the bathroom for a second. Dude, it was the single grossest thing I've ever yeah. seen in my fucking life. Yeah. It really works. Yeah. Like a little flashlight I bought at fucking Studio Depot. I shined it in the bathroom. There was fucking stains on the wall. I thought you were going to say that as soon as your mom left the room, you jerked off all over their bed. Oh, yeah. And then showed her, look how dirty the room is. Yeah, look, there's fresh semen on yeah. your pillow, mom. In your suitcase? That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> Don't DNA test it. It might be dad. Oh, wait. Would it turn up as my dad? Do I have the same DNA as my father? No. no is that not how no, that works? You get half your chromosomes from your mom, half from your dad. So the jizz would be half her and half my dad's. No, it would just be yours. It'd be your Couldn't jizz, I claim Matthew. that they like both jerked off of like, that and mom. mushed it together? Yeah. <laughs> To create my shit? <laughs> Is that not how science works, dude? I mean, I'm not a scientician, but I'm pretty sure you're wrong. Um, you listen to any music lately, man? You're always up on the fucking hip-hop scene. You know, I'm not too hip with the latest stuff with the music. The, the best, you don't like Young Weezy? The best music thing I have done recently was actually this summer. Uh, this is gonna, you know, shows what an old man I am, but I had fun. My my dad and Paul, I. Paul and Oates. No, my dad and I went to see Wynton Marsalis in the in the uh, cool, in the Lincoln though. Center whatever orchestra ensemble at the Kennedy Center in D.C. Very white was, of you. It was fantastic. <laughs> like it was so good. I can't, it was just one of the the best nights of music I've I've ever <laughs> had. It was terrific. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. I've never been to like a jazz show. What do you do? Do you sit there and appreciate it? I mean, you know, you you bob your head a little bit you can close your eyes and look like really into it and intellectual you know but kennedy center's weird because no matter who you see the average age of the audience is like 150 and like, like half of them are kennedy's i'm uh, half to to, to two thirds typically there's, there's a, a lot of that Kennedys. eunice shriver fucked a lot she was a hua uh was she even a kennedy or no I, I think I mean, she married a Kennedy, actually. I mean, but so then once you marry a Kennedy, oh, she so became a Kennedy. You know, so that works. That Kennedy. works. Um, that's cool. So you go to a jazz show with your dad? Yeah, and I had a really good time. Spe I had a very good time. You just tied things in, Josh. Good for you. Speaking of jazz and documentaries, which we've been discussing, I just watched Wild Man Blues, the Woody Allen doc. I have not seen it. I've heard it is good. He plays like ragtime flute. Yeah. Yeah. Like decent too. Yeah. But he's and also clarinet. He's apparently a decent clarinet player. He's also the most ridiculous stereotypical Jew. Like he's Filbert from Rocco's Modern well, he Life. He created that like the stereotype if you want to do He is the a most stereotype Jew, Jew of all you do time. an impression of Woody Allen. Like yeah. uh, she was like, Well uh how was your shower? And he was like, Oh, it was good, but the drain was too far to the left. I'm not gonna do an impression because I'm tired. The drain was too far to the left. Plus, now we got Jay Moore and Ralph Garman on the network. No more fucking impressions <laughs> for me. Well, you're Jewish, so you unless it's sound Kermit, exactly I could like take them both. Um, but he goes the 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 drain was too far to the left, and uh, so I had to put. No, he goes. The drain it was, was very difficult to poop in. The drain was in the middle of the shower, so when I put my bath mat down. It, it, it flooded. She goes, you put a bath mat down? He goes, of course, I can't touch bare tile. Right. He couldn't touch bare tile. But he also couldn't cut a hole in a bath mat. 
He was also flying to um, Madrid to do a show. Nice. So they flew to Paris first right. to stay at a hotel for a night and then flew to Madrid. And his rationale was there's only two cities in the world he can get a good night's sleep in, New York or Paris. So wherever he goes in the world, he stops in either New York or Paris first a night to acclimate, to acclimate himself to not being at home. That's one of them rich people problems. Like that is such a made up thing. Like I can only sleep well so in New I, York. So is I can't touch fucking floor tile. You know, for all he knows, he would sleep fantastically in Fargo, North Dakota, but he's never gonna find out. But the best part of that because doc- they don't allow Jews in North yeah, Dakota. No. Actually, my aunt lived in Minot, North Dakota. Until yeah. they found out. Until they found out, and they fucking <laughs> chased them out with pitchforks and shit. Right past that thing from uh, Close chased Encounters. Chased South Dakota. Yeah, yeah. Um, where they love Jews. Love. It's, it's like South a Jewish Dakota, haven. People don't know. Lil South Israel. Dakota's 95% They call Jewish. it Lil Israel. <laughs> and, and, boy, and, and North Dakota is like 90% Palestinian. It's really weird. It mirrors exactly what's going on in the Middle East. But People no. don't know. People don't realize. People just ignore that part of the country. People are so consumed in like, oh, Kim Kardashian and blah, yeah, blah, exactly. blah. Exactly. They forget the genocide going on in the middle of America. Yep, exactly. Oh, it's horrible. Bastard fucking people. Um... What were we saying right before we went to the... Oh, God. <laughs> you know I can never answer Take it that back, question. man. Fucking North Dakota, uh, Jews. Soap. Something about... Oh, we're going way back. I mean, I don't know oh, how far Woody Allen. Go. The best Woody part Allen. of that documentary is at the end, you meet his parents who are, like, who are dead now, but are like... I was going to say. In their early 90s when this film was shot. Right. And uh, first, Woody goes, well, Sunni's in the room. Right. And he's like, so mom, so how you had three generations. He goes, there. yeah. <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel that me and my brother both wound up dating Asian women? And she goes, horrified. She goes, Pef, I don't, I, Chinese, whatever they are, Japanese, I don't like it. You should have wound up with a nice Jewish girl. And then the father, he goes, dad, you wanted me to be a pharmacist, right? Well, you would have been happier if I'd been a pharmacist. He goes, Feh. You, yeah, you'll write the movies. Big, big deal, you big shot. Yeah, you would have made more money as a pharmacist too. I love that, like, Woody Allen's parent, like, Woody Allen had won, like, eight Oscars by that yeah. point. They were sitting on the parent's shelf, and he was like, feh, should have yeah. been a pharmacist. I love Jewish people. He should have been a pharmacist. You can, I mean, think about all the good stuff you can get. As a far, yeah, no, exactly. Absolutely. He wanted him to be dr- the, the father's a fucking degenerate drug addict. Exactly. But yeah, but if a pharmacist marries his stepdaughter, that he goes to jail. If a, a Hollywood director marries his stepdaughter, he just moves to Paris. She was really young, right? I mean, she was, yeah, he, she was a child when he I met think he, her. Like changed her diapers. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up. I guess yeah, kinda. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They had, they seem to have a really great relationship now. I mean, <laughs> props to them for staying together as long as they have. I mean, talk about couples nobody nobody yeah, thought we'd you make think it. Think about that, right? Yeah, man. Everyone thought Brad Pitt and fucking what's her name would stand the test. Jennifer of time. Aniston. Yeah, yeah. They were wrong. It was Woody Allen and his child Asian bride. Oh, speaking of that dude from what some t. Te- oh, the creepy dude from from the Green Mile. The one that's like the, 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 the bad guy, the one that's just disgusting, the guard that, uh, that's just wrong. He just married like a 15 year old girl. Yes. And her parents like signed off. Yes. Like that's, you just gotta, how can parents sign off on that? And here, I'm about to say something else that's really fucked up. She does not look like a 15 year old fucking girl. 
I mean, that's fine, but... Do you agree on that point? I'm just wondering how young yes. are parents allowed to sign off? Like, could no, they sign off a six... Oh, well, I married a six-year-old, but her parents mile? said, okay. Yeah. See, what, what, what I remember reading the story is he was uh, the hippie guy on Lost, oh, okay. which is my frame of reference. Right. But yeah, he. This, the, so for you listening, um, if you know Green Mile, maybe that, but if you don't, the hippie dude on Lost... Who was like the Japanese guy's right hand man who was like, Namaste guys. That dude just married like a fifteen year old country singer. Yeah. Who with is with giant like, fake tits. And who's appears to be about six foot five in photographs. Who's very attractive to, I, I mean, mean she's an attractive young lady. I, I, yeah, he's a I mean, weird, I, like fifty-six-year-old man. I don't, the only picture I saw was literally like the little, the little, you know, one inch by one inch. There's music videos online. The article. I didn't want to know. I didn't I saw it on know. TMZ. I was so disturbed by the topic that I didn't want to go down. Well, the best part is I saw it on TMZ, and they were—I forget who they asked about it. But they asked some fucking Sopranos actor or something, right? And they basically set it up. They were like, "Hey, man, what do you think? You heard of this guy is dating a sixteen-year-old?" And he was like, "Yeah, what about it?" And they were like wrong, and it just right. TMZ did their like wrong answer oh, or yeah. whatever. No, yeah. very wrong. We're answer. obnoxious. Yeah, we dug up Jerry Lee Lewis and asked him. <laughs> oh, Harvey, I, he can afford as many fucking thermoses as he wants now, though. Does he still do the People's Court? Who Harvey? Oh, Harvey Levin. Uh, I don't think so. Is he the People's to, Court still on? He used to do it from the Manhattan Mall. I remember. Because I used to see him in real life sometimes. Oh, I remember. I remember. No, that was, I mean, in, to me, the People's Court will always be Wapner and Judge Llewellyn and, uh, and Doug Llewellyn. See, you're forgetting the best one. Uh-huh. Miles Lane. Miles Lane was good. It was amazing. I, Come on. I, I mean, he was just a crazy good. old man who no, screamed was, at people. Yeah, he screamed. He was a screamer. Let's get it out. What? Yeah, you're yeah. out there, but all. That yeah. was, it was Ross Perot as a judge. Like, yeah. it was fucking amazing. No, I dug him. I dug him. And I always liked Judge Joe Brown. See, I like Judge Joe Brown because he's seen the other side yeah. of the gavel, Josh. Exactly. He's done time. Yeah. We've never been told what he's done time for. No. What do you think? I think he killed. You him, think man. he? I was gonna no. say you think. He, no, I think he did like like got like a DUI and did like six hours. Judge Joe Brown's been on the other side of the law. But uh, the fact that they don't talk about it, you know, makes well, they do like, in the intro. Somebody, no, they say, but they since they don't specify. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great if the intro was Judge Joe Brown once punched a hooker? Yeah, exactly. He bit Vince from ShamWow's lip. Judge Joe <laughs> Brown used to be a woman. Uh. No, Judy's still on the air. Let's think of who, who are the other judges that went away. Who, who did you say before? Uh, I liked Judge Maybelline Ephraim. I, is that the I black lady? That, yes. She was very sassy. She, uh, she, she didn't take no go. She had, she didn't take any go. And her bailiff was great. Her ba- yeah. <laughs> he would just be like, oh. She interacted <laughs> with her bailiff more than I they think were very any jokey. of the other judges. Yes. Yeah. That, that's, I'm yeah. Gone, it's funny that you remember. She'd be yeah, like, yeah. what do you think about that? And he would always just shake his head and go, yeah. psh. Yeah, it always kind of seemed like he wasn't even listening, and he was just like, "God damn it, why do you like call me out?" It's like that kid in like when you're like, "I didn't raise my hand." When the teacher's like, "Who knows the answer?" and you don't raise your hand, she calls on you. That kid grows up to be a bailiff. Yeah. Uh, uh, So for all those kids, no. uh, Do you ever watch Steve? (laughs) Let's see. I was gonna say it kind of reminded me of 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 the of the Jerry Springer Steve and Jerry dynamic. The problem is, once I went to Steve, you can't get a bigger motherfucker than him. I mean, the thing is, is he he had a good. He just should have stuck with what he got. I don't want to hear what he's. He's a preachy. He's very preachy. Yeah, I mean, it's he yells at people. It's where is Joe? You just ran away. 
Right. To me, it's like, all right, there's that, that dude, that really awkward guy on like the high school basketball team that everybody kind of sarcastically roots to get in the game. He's so into You it. want him to get in the game once in a while and everybody will cl- clap for him, you know, when he gets in the game, but you don't want to put into the starting lineup. Steve needed to be the guy that I was like, Hey, it's that bald guy who comes out to break up the fights on Jerry Springer. Yeah, just, just be that. You don't want to hear him waxing and waning philosophically over like the nature of parenting and stuff. No, no, no. You're a father. You can't rape your children. It's no, yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Don't give your kids guns. <laughs> your guns are bad for children. In DC recently, a five-year-old kid like found a gun and shot a four-year-old kid. Motherfucker shouldn't have robbed him, man. You know what I'm saying? You heard, I heard, you know what that four year, I mean, that's fucked up. Uh, on purpose? That, no, I, they believe it was an accident. I mean, they think it was an accident. Do you think a five year old has ever, like, murdered someone? I mean, five year olds are pretty evil. Um, you know, I don't, yeah, yeah, I do. Outside of the good son? I mean, will you get, you got all them child soldiers, you know, cross, 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 cross the Africa way. You know, we talked about people getting away with their career, like, you know, the amazing, well, we were amazed that the Shamwell guy is still around. Right. Fucking Elijah Wood, I mean, Macaulay Culkin murdered like eight people in his youth and he's still floating. Yeah. Up. No, he, ki- I mean, and I terrorized think he still kills. I think he still kills. He was the Green River killer. Not a lot of people realize that Macaulay Culkin was the Green River killer. Macaulay Culkin is actually, uh, Albert, uh, what's, what's his fucking, uh, the Boston Strangler or whatever? Oh, yeah, damn, uh, damn it. Sa- Albert the fucking whatever, yeah. Yeah. Albert the Italian name. Yeah, the long Italian name. That was the one non-Jewish serial killer, I'll take it. There's been more non-Jewish. I mean, but what's his name? Uh, there's the, a lot of Jewish serial killers. The one that killers. Mark Harmon played in the Ted Bundy. He, he wasn't, wasn't Jewish. Jew. But we had Son of Sam. Yeah. He was very Jewy. Yeah. Berkowitz. Yeah. Uh, Robert Chambers wasn't a serial killer, but he was a very white killer. He was the dude that strangled that chick in, in Central Park. I don't know. He was the prep. I was going to ask you if he was in the Edgar Wright band. You know, he uh, was, not Edgar he Wright band. Edgar, Edgar Winters, Edgar Winters oh, band. No. You don't like Edgar Winters? He, I don't like looking at Edgar Frankenstein? Like if you, if I was going to make a list of people I'd never want to see naked, like if they were just like you can write down ten names and you will never in your entire life have to see these people naked. Let's think. Okay, so let's Edgar think of some Winter more. Might might be on. Are that. all of them going to be dudes for both of us? I mean, probably. No, that's no, unfair. not necessarily. Not necessarily. We should do five and five. Um, if you got to do five and five, I mean, first of all, I'm just going to put like you don't have to put on the list any like family members. Kathleen Turner. Once upon a time, dude, I have tossed it to Kathleen Turner. Once in, upon a time, bef- body heat before in, she became a linebacker for the fucking oh Bengals. In 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 romancing the stone. Oh man, she's Joan scared. Wilder. She's fucking Ooh, Jessica Joan Wilder Rabbit, was dude. sexy, man. <laughs> so Joan Kathleen Wilder? Turner's my first one. Go, go, go. Kathleen Turner's your first one. Uh, she's a big she's scary. Never want to see. Never she's like a Zoftig Russian grandma. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Della Reese. Oh, poor Della Reese, man. Her and her yogurt at a Comic Con. I talked about that with Phil Lamar last week. I think that she's she's just she's a little aged. I never want to see what's going on there. All right. Um, let's think of who else. It's gonna be all old people. No, not necessarily. I'm thinking there's a lot of of people that have just had too much plastic surgery or horribly gone wrong plastic surgery. Tara Reed. She wouldn't necessarily make my her my nipples top 10 like list, under her belly button, but. 
actually maybe that's a turn maybe i would You'd like to see, it see just what's going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true damn um okay uh uh meryl streep um yeah I no mean, interest I, I would no almost tie her with Glenn Close. Make my if if she'd make my top ten. I mean Kathy Bates, except I've already seen Kathy Bates naked, so you know it wasn't that it wasn't that bad. Um, let me see. Oh, that woman that got that got her all the plastic surgery, so she looks like a cat. The Bride of Wollen. Yeah, yeah, that or lady. I don't ever see that lady, lady naked. I don't see that lady naked ever. Uh, Maggie Smith. Who's Maggie Smith? The lady from like Harry Potter, like McGonagall. Like that old British lady? I'd see her naked. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to go no. Oh, I got one. Tom Sizemore. Not Tom Sizemore. Uh, I would see Tom Sizemore naked. No, uh, I'm thinking of... um, Tom Arnold? No, uh, 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 Tom Broadbent. Who was Tom Broadbent? Tim Broadbent. The British guy. I mean, you know know a lot more British people than me. I don't want to see most most British people. I don't want to see naked. You know, and the no. men, the older men, like that's what I was thinking of, like, uh, uh, like Michael Caine. I mean, there's plenty of people that I don't want to see naked, but if I was like, I only get a certain number of spots, like I have seen one of the people, like the dark side, I have seen Don Zimmer's naked bare ass. Don I don't know Zimmer, who Don Zimmer he was is. A, he's a 500 year old man that was a baseball manager and coach and whatever was with the Yankees. I was and, in a fucking sauna with Rodney Dangerfield and he was butt fucking naked. And I, I was like seven years Ooh. old. Is he still? He's dead. No, he died he? years ago. Yeah, he so. my grandpa. My grandpa might have made my list. If in he Atlantic was City, my, I went to the fucking Golden Nugget and my grandpa was in the steam room or whatever. My dad's like, go say hi to your grandpa. And I walk in my grandpa's there with a towel on, and there's this fucking naked old guy. And he's like, hey, my grandpa has to introduce me to him. And I literally, show, like, I didn't shake his hand because he was fucking naked. Right. But so I met, I met, penis. yeah, so I just gave him a little fucking jerk real right. quick. Right, right. I said, I'm a, I'm a big Easy Money fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, no, but I met a, I met a, a naked Rodney Dangerfield. Wow, no, that's good. There's, you know. Everyone's I mean, got their moments to cl- store close to the sun. Absolutely, absolutely. On the wings of uh, steam room towels. Yeah, which are not clean towels. You know, if if we we can have a discussion of 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 you know, if we get permission to have a discussion of of some some tales of of cop out, I will say which cast member of cop out that I walk into the trailer while they were in their underwear <laughs> and have a very awkward moment <laughs> with. But I won't share that. Story. To, that that's that's story a teaser. To for, that's why you have to keep bagged and boarded on the air for the next few years so we can eventually do the cop out episode, which will be fucking. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, my God. That'll be awesome. I mean, it was fun. I, I, I think I enjoyed it more than more than you did. Um, I like to nap. No, I, I enjoyed it, man. Come on. Don't no, all that. things, all things considered, I it was, it was an incredibly positive experience. Absolutely. There was, there's definitely, there's definitely something stories. that goes with being so sleep deprived. I mean, there was a stretch in there that we were glad if we could get four three. hours. We three. were happy. Three. I mean, no, we were getting like three a night. So, but it was like oh, we got we four for the first oh, time huge. in like a really long time. We got four hours. We're well, like, dude, four is, full hours tonight. Uh, this past week, I should talk a little bit more again. Uh, uh, more again. More again. Hey, see, I was just hey, gonna say. Hey. Uh, I, I've been uh, producing producing Tracy more Moore story. Again. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
I've been producing more stories with Jay Moore, which debuted at number one on iTunes. Thank yes, you very congratulations. much. So congratulations. the person who has like the 187th podcast is also producing the number one podcast. Absolutely. Check the fucking. So you might want to like that mention one. this little podcast, your podcast on the one that gets like. I'm, I'm not, I am to. not a whore like that, Josh. I mean, I don't have a microphone. <laughs> just start screaming out bagged and boarded in the background. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Jay, bagged and boarded. Yeah, exactly. That'll man. go over great. Yeah. With this fucking, with the sports audience. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or this is what you do. Cause you, you record that show uh, over at his place, right? Uh, we recorded a fake mustache studio. It's an undisclosed location on the west side. Oh, all right. An undisclosed location on the west side. All right. Well, that makes it more difficult. And his mustache, fake mustache studios. Yeah. Well, what I, well, then what if, as long as it's his studios, what you do is you drop your pants and you start hovering. You say, I'm going to sit in this chair, your chair. First day, first with day. With my bare already ass. Did that, already did that. Unless you mentioned bagged and boarded. Or I'm going to sit here bare ass. No, I just, I just took my pants down and started walking closer to him. Ooh. While he was, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like, look, I'm going to keep walking this way. And if, and if I accidentally, a little bit, but, um, no, we'll get there. But, but I've been so busy the last week or so, dude. And I've been working on this web series thing that we'll talk, I'll talk about a little bit in the future. Uh, I've been back in, it, it was, it was amazing. I was like, oh shit, I'm on cop out fucking mode again. Where it was like I was just running, like I didn't. I, I went, I went. Smod Castle closing. I went thirty six hours without sleeping. Oof, straight. Yeah, thirty six hours. I did twenty four hours without sleeping yesterday. I did thirty six, and I didn't even think I could fucking like. I didn't think it was humanly possible, and I caught a full second wind. I like, I was awake for a second fucking day. When not on. I mean. Pot? I don't know if I don't fucking I'm just on. saying, in my days, I've eaten acid and been up for 36 hours. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, this was just adrenaline and nostalgia. Right. I was up for 36 hours. Yeah. So. But it was immediately back to like, oh shit, yeah, human beings can function on three hours of sleep. I did it for an entire fucking summer. Yeah. Two hours of sleep, even. I mean, and uh, with just. It's funny, I, when Fam I watched sec, the deadliest Jimmy, Jimmy, catch. Jimmy, Jimmy just walked in. When I watched the, the deadliest catch. Which I got one comment then. I like that show a lot, and how it ended last season was incredible and, yeah. and sad and then they did the fucking guy geico caveman commercial yeah and i was like lost a little bit of your street cat absolutely thank you absolutely so am i supposed to talk or we are just the vamp pause? for a moment Jimmy, I'm jimmy's here for a moment all right while well, you talk so all right i'm talking about it's not an infomercial but there's a commercial that's been driving me nuts it's for like five hour energy and they talk about like that that 1 p.m feeling or something and they've got a girl, she's like walking up a flight of stairs, and she's got the biggest eyes in the world. Her eyes are like bulging out of her face, and they have her That's delivered one of the, the side line. effects. From what no, she's like, energy. I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I would think it would take a crew of 20 people to lift her giant eyelid. She, of all the people to have... Do the line about the eyes to give it the woman with some freaky eye. Oh, it's horrible. One of my favorite commercial, uh, little, little things I like to do is you've seen the commercial for, I, I think it's JP Wentworth where it's just like 877 cash now. No, not that one. It's the one where it's just people leaning out their windows going, it's my money and I want and it. I now. want it now. Yeah. Every time I see that, I just flash to like every audition, all those people's personal lives. Like, some of them got more lines than others. Some of them really fucking drove it home. 
Like, like that to me is the best ensemble commercial in the world. Like that, yeah. it opens you up a universe one? of fucking stories. I feel like I just okay. want to know everything about every single. Well, yeah, one of those why people. does he eat? Why do they have money coming to them? And I mean, the real life. I mean, now? the real life people who auditioned for that role of the, uh, you know, the actors right. who played the. It's my money and I want it now. Screaming out the window, people. Okay, because none of them are particularly good. Right, but they obviously oh, well, got see, cast. Now, now you've got like no chance. I was going to say maybe you know people can put the word out and we can find that we want that one, one of, of those the, people. I want the I want either uh, black chick or old dude at end. Yeah, I mean those or, are my but, favorites. But she'll take any of them. You know, I'll take it, guy in accident if right, I have to. Right, but I want to know. I'm more about the well. As why do know, they need their money now? Yeah, why do they? How? Why? Why, why is it have so desperate coming? that they got to fucking scream but it out also a window? Not everybody has some sort of you know annuity or or you know payout from a lawsuit. What or did whatever. they do to get this so money? Why do they have money coming? And why do they need it so fucking badly? Yeah, what's going on? Are they out of work? Does somebody need a kidney? Have they developed a gambling problem or perhaps a crack habit? Not because fucking JP Wentworth is holding them hostage, man. Yeah. Like yeah. literally, that's it. he owns that apartment building. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And he's, I, fa- he's like jigsawing saw. I need an extra victims. fifty bucks for to pay off my cable bill, and now JG Wentworth owns my. It's children. like hum- he's getting a human centipede him and shit like that. Or you, you can also money. get money from that Native American man who like stands in a wheat field and 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 he's like you know if you need money. Like, you know, I'm honest because I'm a Native American. Like, I'm sitting in a wheat field. the voice sounds familiar. I mean, (laughs) it's my voice. Uh, No, your Native American accent. (laughs) You did a really, really spot-on impression. Uh, Thank you. Like, I'm imagining that. Like, how do you need insurance? I didn't say how. But I, but I think he does in the commercial. He wears a bolo tie in the commercial. Does so he wear- that means he's an authentic Native American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have to say how, too. Yeah, because they're not going to wear a white man tie. Like, they're going to, you know, this is a bolo tie. A bolo tie, tie or uh, a fez, just to fucking confuse us. <laughs> just to throw us off. Just you to know? make the white man crazy. Because we gave them fire water. You know? There's no taking that back. I wonder if any Native American has ever moved to india like if there's any native americans if there's living any in india right now um i don't think any native americans have ever like moved to people. another country i think they well you know i know there are like 30 of them well then there's all the ones that of course were on the other side of the random line draw on the uh, on the map that we call you know mexicans who are all basically native no, 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 americans totally. but what i'm saying is in the, in the 20th century yes i can't see a Choctaw family moving to say Paris or London. I mean, maybe it's not a family. Maybe it's just, you know, 20 something year old kid gets out of college and says, you know, I, I want to go to, I want to move to Australia. <laughs> you know, they should do it <laughs> or Scandinavia they for the an, pillows. They should do an Aboriginal exchange program. They, they totally could. They totally could. Or he could just be allowed to be a human being and not just be like, Oh, you're indigenous peoples too. You know? I mean, maybe he's like, I don't care anything about Aborigines. I don't like Aborigines. Maybe he's racist against Aborigines. See, but the best part of the Aboriginal exchange program is like New Zealand gets sent like fucking like, oh, this guy was like, whatever. He's a they fucking, get a Tongan. He's like one third Mohegan or some shit. Right. And the Mohegans get like a fucking Maori with spears and shit who yeah. like just murders and eats everyone. I don't know if they do that. I don't think I think they try not to. I know they do the dance. They're discouraged. The fucking haku they do the dance or whatever. And they have the w- badass tattoos. Uh, yeah. So I but I don't know if they eat they're still eating the people. Uh, I mean, yeah, we can look think, it up. 
Did, did they really eat people? Let me consult with my producers, Wikipedia and IMDb. No, I don't believe so. I know the Anasazi Indians ate people. No, the uh, Pap- Papua New Guineans are the, are the last like yeah. cannibal, like like in the twentieth century even. Huh? They were headhunters, like probably like thirty years ago. They probably just stopped doing it. So that's not a place to go on vacation. I mean, or maybe they just stopped getting caught. Wow, I never even thought about that. That's fucked up. I mean, you I know. feel like we should call someone, like some kind of authority. Like, because I feel we might have the let them off the hook. They're going to cover it up. If you're the government of Papua New Guinea and you find out that, you know, Chester's still eating people, you're not going to let people know that's going to kill the tourist industry. Well, unless you can turn it into, like, some kind of weird, specific, real specific tourism trade. Well, a lot of places. Like, you know, they have, like, Jack the Ripper tours in, in the England and shit. Well, I was thinking of it more like, you know, they've got, like, Colonial Williamsburg and a lot of cannibal countries they'll have a little area where, like, this is how the indigenous culture lived, you like know? Like a fake cannibal like, village? Yeah, exactly. But it'll be a real Animatronics cannibal, like, and shit, though. No, real cannibals. Like, oh, I see what still you mean. Live, like, colonial. But, like, tourists come by the friggin' thousands to basically observe these people that live their lives. Totally, on and they display. teach you like, and, and they teach you like the best way to prepare like a fucking someone's hand or whatever, right. and all and the they kids make them wear all their you know the traditional clothing, and they're like, "Can I just wear my t-shirt?" They always like, made no. us fucking churn butter. Yeah, on those trips, man. Yeah, and wear wooden shoes. Always, I, we didn't have to do the wooden shoes. I've but worn wooden. We shoes. had like colonial because Long Island is is pretty old as is Maryland. Right. You know, what yeah. I mean? we had like Revolutionary War shit, so yeah. we'd always go on field trips to like this house George Washington stayed in, and without fail, there'd be a fucking butter churn at one point. Yeah, and I honestly think they were selling the butter and using these field trips as free labor. I mean, it's possible. Like the like the fucking shirts, the historical society it was just a front to get kids to churn butter right. for free. Yeah, no, just and they sold it overseas. Butter. as like Caucasian seven, like this right. butter was churned by nine year old Caucasians. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no, they sell absolutely. it for billions. Like you know, they pay like two hundred bucks for a square watermelon in Japan. Uh, well, but see, those are cool. Do you, have you seen the pears that are shaped like Buddha? No. Somebody like they got like basically a plastic or Lexan, whatever, kind of a Buddha shape uh, looking sculpture thing and then grew a pear in it. And the pear, because it's a soft enough. But whatever. can you eat it or is that blasphemous? I mean, I don't think the Buddhists are. But you're supposed much. to kill the Buddha if you see it. Remember or something? I mean, maybe it was just a little if fat you dude. Eat I don't the know Buddha, if you Buddha. see. Oh, so it wasn't actually. I mean, every. I'm. I'm. Maybe it makes me racist, but I think every heavy set Asian, you know, sitting cross legged is Buddha. It Take might it have just back. been a fat Asian. Take it dude. back. There's only one Buddha, man. Just like there's only one Biggie. I mean, you know, who was killed just a few short blocks from here? You always bring that up, like, like. A, I don't know, and B, like, you wanna fucking depress. Or like, or like, excuse me, depress. C, or like, I give a fuck. No offense, and I was a big, huge, biggie, small it's fan. It's just weird to me, man. It's but weird. I have no personal stake the in reason The reason it jumped out to me is it's just, cause you know the intersections, it's intersection, you drive through all it's the Wilshire time. Wilshire and La Brea, yeah. It's, you know, it's Wilshire Car- and Fairfax. Excuse me, outside the car museum. I didn't want to tell people where I fucking live. I mean, I'm chill. You know, but you know, it's, it's an intersection that don't I had driven me. through so many times, and I didn't realize that until I'm seeing, you know, some, some document on Biggie and they mentioned it and I was just like it's weird to think about that's the what about every time you drive by the Viper room dude fucking River Phoenix died on that curb yeah have you ever heard the fucking Joaquin phone call yeah it's horrific yeah, yeah that's it's what terrible. I'm saying yeah yeah it's terrible and on that note folks uh, no, <laughs> no but River Phoenix is a weird thing I mean it is one of those tragic things about people dying young River Phoenix was huge like people that aren't alive that aren't old enough to whatever he was it was poised to be huge. 
He was, man, everybody knew who that kid was, He man. was poised, man, because to fucking be, Young Indy wasn't a big fucking hit. Stand By Me was a big hit. Stand By Me was a big Mosquito hit, but there were Coast years in between, well. but he was young. He was 13 or 14. River My died in fucking, Idaho. River, that was the first one. That's the only fucking adult hit, hit, movie you can give to River Phoenix. He did that one with uh, Kevin Klein and, and Tracy Ullman. Uh, she was try and she was trying to, uh, I love you to death or something. Like, I don't know that. he was cheating. Uh, they were married and he owned a pizza parlor and he was always cheating on her. So she decided to, 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 to kill him. He, I, I was, he, did you watch Celebrity Apprentice this year? I've never watched Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, a, I don't like Donald Trump. It's incredible. But B, there was a random episode and Kevin Klein and fucking Phoebe Cat, Ooh. Kate were in the Ooh, audience. Kate. She's still so fucking good looking. As much prize, everybody And you can tell knows, every time you see Gil, though, you're like, you see where she gets it from. You know, but every time, everybody gives props to the great scene. I mean, I'm not trying to, to say it's not a great scene. Fast times? In fast times. But when I'm doing some internet search one time to, like, I want to see Phoebe Cates' boob, you know, did some Phoebe Cates nude or on one of the, you know, celebrity naked thing websites, she shows her butt in another movie and it has the her butt is incredible as incredible as the fast times boob shot is it's one of the cutest butts in cinema history she's very good looking i want to eat an apple out where's of it. jamie gertz right now right, right now? now i didn't mean in general at the botox right clinic. now at fucking three o'clock in the morning on a, at, at, <coughs> but it's a Friday she lives night. in la Let's yeah. assume she lives in L.A. Yeah, she probably lives in L.A. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. She's sleeping. Let's say she's sleeping. All right. <laughs> I, I think Jamie Gertz is sleeping. What's Jamie Gertz going to do tomorrow? What's her day like? Saturday. Big fucking day. She's going to exercise. She's going to wake <laughs> up and she's going to exercise. Uh, she used to be so cute, man. She was, she was so the best. Cute. She was the greatest human being of all she fucking time. She was so time, cute. Dude. And then she, what sitcom was she on just in the last few years? She was on one of those sitcoms. The one with Beals? The one with Jennifer Grey. Wait. No, it wasn't the one with Jennifer Grey. Wasn't it the one? It was one of the many shows. It seems like every chubby white, like there's so many chubby white guy sitcoms. It was one of the chubby white. It was the one with the chubby British. Mark Addy. The dude that was in that the, Full the Monty? Heath Ledger movie. Yes, yeah. A Night's Tale. Mark yeah. Addy. Yeah. Who's also on Game of Thrones right now. Is he? And he played Barney. He played Barney in Flintstones Viva La Ro Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> well, good for him. He took over. He took over from Goodman. I, I thought that. Was, I thought Goodman was Fred. Excuse me. Mark Addy played Fred. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna say he seems like more of a Fred than who a Barney. played Bar Wait, Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis <laughs> in the Moranis. first one. Um, it was uh uh Penel. Rick Moranis, by the way, who just seems to have decided to vanish, like, that dude was huge. He took his honey, I shrunk the everything money, and is just sitting up in Canada. Well, they did, they did the, happy they, they did the, uh, I actually think he lives in Long Island. <clears throat> Does he? Yeah, yeah, cause we used to see him when I was good. Does um, he eat back bacon? Probably, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Canadian bacon? No, just back bacon. From people, not from pigs. Right. From whatever. Kind of back he can find. Um, oh, because he's actually half Papua New Guinean. Exactly. No, it was uh, Rick Moranis played Barney. John Goodman played Fred. Elizabeth Perkins played Wilma, and Betty Rubble played Rosie. Right. Elizabeth, I, mean, I always and had Rosie played Benny, a Betty. weird 
chub for Elizabeth Perkins. I don't know why. She's a weird looking person, but I always found her. Uh, I find her attractive. Yeah. Now watch this, though. So that was the original lineup. It was John Goodman, Rick Moranis. Didn't Rosie O'Donnell get in there? Rosie O'Donnell was Betty. Which, which doesn't make much. All right, wait, back to that list of, of people we, had, uh, we don't want to call. see naked. But just watch this. So that was the first film, and it did really well. It was a Steven Spielberg-directed movie. No. Uh... Steven Spielberg did not direct a Flintstones movie. Oh, you're right. He produced it. <laughs> <laughs> he produced it. He definitely produced it. I know that. I mean, uh, so, um... The first one love, was. I would love to see a Spielberg <laughs> produ- direct. No, I'm thinking of fucking movie. Kevin, fucking Sh- Flintstones list, the joke from Clerks the Animated Series. I'm thinking of a Kevin joke. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so the first movie was John Goodman. This is amazing. The great John, John Goodman, Goodman, uh, Rosie O'Donnell, Elizabeth Perkins, and Rick Moranis, and it did amazingly well. The second movie was Mark Addy. Stephen Baldwin, Christian Johnson, and Jane Krakowski. All right. Both Christian Johnson and Jane Krakowski. I mean, cousin Vicky, Jane Krakowski. I'll love her forever, man. Like, she's sexy. She's sexy. What's that from? Cousin Vicky? Uh, that's Vacation. The original National Lampoon Vacation. She was the original cousin Vicky, man. The slutty one says, uh, I French kiss. Everybody does. Yeah, but Daddy says I'm the best. Yeah, she'll always be cousin. She's Vicky, and I'll always Eddie's have his daughter. Yeah, in the first in the first, in the first one? one, man. Yeah, Good and as sick as that is, that makes me have a chub for her, that she was some inbred country. <laughs> and it's okay because I was even younger than her, so it's okay that she was probably like 15. I just saw my favorite fucking credit of all time. What is your favorite credit of all time? Taylor, Negr- Taylor Negron played Gazam in Flintstone Fever Lock Vegas. He didn't, nice. say, he didn't say that when he was on the show. Very nice. Yeah. Well, you should. I mean, that's one of those ones I think it's really on you to bring up. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. sure you will. To have to look in this over, or as it were. Um, I, there should be a third Flintstones. I think there was, actually. Should we see who's in the third Flintstones movie? Or people oh, my God. They had to sink lower in the barrel than that. I mean, hey, Steve, when you get Stephen Baldwin to play Barney, <laughs> oh man, you're at the top of your fucking game, man. The great thing is he didn't even have to change his hair. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, I think I think they capped out on two, which is a shame. Halle Berry was in the uh, remember? But wasn't Stephen Baldwin which Baldwin was in the usual suspects? Wasn't that Stephen? Stephen, Stephen had the run. So he's got his one great, I mean, bio what one great? Don't even put Biotome on the same level as Usual Suspect. I won't. I'll put it on another level. It was better. Oh, I'm joking. Geez. I like Biodome, though. I like Biodome just Free fine. Mahi, Mahi. I like it just fine. But, although I, it's one of those movies, though, that there was a whole run in the 80s and even well into the 90s where, I'd probably say more of the 90s, actually, Movies that seem like they should have a lot of boobs in them, but just didn't have boobs. It like you're like this is a lowbrow comedy. But once upon a time, in the world before PG thirteen, Revenge of the Nerds had Bush, had boobs and frontal nudity, and then Biodome you couldn't even didn't even have side boob. You didn't want side boob, Josh. I wanted you wanted story, you wanted character development. I wanted all of those things. I wanted taint. You see taint? Remember? I want a bio taint. Polly Shore leans over and farts. I don't a few want. Times. Pa- I don't want Polly Shore's taint. You want? Oh, no. It was Kylie wants Minogue was one taint. of the chicks in it. Uh, Joey Lauren I Adams. I would love to see Kylie Minogue's taint. 
Watch any music video on YouTube. <laughs> she doesn't show her taint. She got pretty fucking close, man. Pretty close is not the same as taint. I'm not talking about upper thigh. I want taint. You want actual just taint? Like yeah. cut a hole in the pants where the taint you is? No, not just taint. I want everything You're around just it, the taint, too. man. <laughs> just You're like, the taint. <laughs> just the taint. That's a great cologne. <laughs> Just, Just the tape by Calvin by Clark. Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to end it on a racist note, Josh. There's nothing racist. How is this a reference to I'm Magic gonna, Johnson? Racist. Just gonna keep it like that, Josh. It's been a pod. Thank you for joining us here, sir. I really, I would have went out differently if I were you, but whatever. Burn your own fucking bridge. Uh, but in the future, I really hope to have you back, man. We'll talk. We'll talk cop out. We'll talk more. Whatever other reality shows have been on since last time we spoke. We'll catch up on that shit. It's been a pleasure. I All right, it. sir. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go find Magic Johnson and apologize because I have no problem with those people. I'm just kidding. I do. No, I don't. I'm going to sleep in this hole right now. I'm back home. It's been bagged aboard. It's been real. What? Bagged and boarded. Live. <laughs> Hey, yo, what up? Welcome to Pimp Corner, folks. Uh, that was a fun one, wasn't it? To check, uh, Bumpin' Fresh out on Twitter. He's at at Bumpin' Fresh, but he hasn't tweeted in a year and a half, so. I don't know if you really feel like it, go for it. Um, but me, on the other hand, I tweet a whole fuck lot, and I am at Camel Toad, C-A-M-E-L-T-O-A-D, like a frog toad thing. Uh, other than bagging and boarded, folks, I got more stories popping off now every week. Thursdays on the Smodcast Network. And, of course, this show is brought to you by the fun folks at Smodcast.com and Smodcast Internet Radio and the fine folks at Golden Apple Comics. Uh, to find my website on the Internet, it's CamelToadProductions.com. Let me not slur that for you. CamelToadProductions.com. That way, if you like a slurred version, you got it. But either, if you don't, you can hear it. Uh, and over there, I'll be blogging. Got a lot of stuff going on daily. Check it out. And uh, other than that, folks, got a, got a bunch more bag, uh, Brave and the Bold's coming up, some really cool friends, some big, big celebrity guests, probably starting a few weeks from now. Uh, Comic-Con's here, so, you know, people are like, fuck you, Matt. Understandably so, because I don't have swag. I don't, I don't give out free, giant, oversized Wonder Woman bags that you could fit other giant bags in. So if I had that, maybe I could compete with Comic-Con. But uh, since I can't... Uh, August is when it all pops off, folks. But until then, stand by. We'll have some more fun episodes. Mr. Jesse Rivers is coming back around. Guys, I love you so fucking damn much. Never leave me. Thank you. Have a good week. Find more funny shit like this at smodcast.com.